Welcome to season two of the Fearless Lady Podcast. I am your host, Charlene Light, and this season, I'm taking you on the greatest adventure of my life. I'm moving to Paris. I am a fearless coach and a soul guide here to inspire you as I navigate all things spiritual in the greatest city in the world, Perry. After spending a year tackling my fears at 40, I learned that everything that we truly desire and who we came to be is on the other side of our fear. Life gets to be as fun and miraculous as you dream it to be. So what are you waiting for? Let's begin. Well, hello there, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of the Fearless Lady Podcast. I realize it's been a while, but you know what? I like to record these episodes when I feel inspired. And I was particularly inspired by this topic, which is judgment and resentment, because of a friend who is a relationship and sobriety coach. She asked me to be a part of her monthly or sorry, weekly women's group as a guest to talk about judgment and, um, you know, what it means, you know, in relationships and from the perspective of the soul versus the perspective of the ego. And so I just, it was such a meaty, meaty conversation that I thought, okay, well, I can share that here on this podcast. And then I thought, what would be an interesting angle? Because just talking about it is very, very, it's layered, it's dense, and I'll get into it, but I thought I would start off because I really do want you to understand that I am just I am just like you, and I have plenty of judgments, so I thought it'd be fun to just kind of shell them out, just kind of like open up and be vulnerable and tell you, you know, where I'm holding judgment. I'll start with one that just showed up that kind of makes me laugh. Um, I was listening to a podcast by this woman, and she talked about her daughter and her daughter's name is, <laughs> if I tell you her name, you might know who it is. Basically, I ju- I'm judging how she, what she calls her daughter. <laughs> I mean, I was just like, really, you're going to name your daughter? Okay, I'll just say it. Babu? <laughs> I know you're thinking like, oh, well, that's not a bad judgment. Like you're just laughing at somebody's name, but it is a judgment. I'm judging the way that she named her daughter, right? Um, I don't know. Maybe that's, I mean, okay. So that might be a little bit of a lighter one, right? Maybe some other judgments I can give you are like, I really, for a long time, I definitely had judgment around women who were afraid to leave like a job that they didn't like when they were married or had somebody else supporting them because I always felt, well, I did this and I'm, I'm alone. You have nothing to fear. You have financial security. You have a partner. So I definitely had a lot of judgment around that and I had to work through that. Um, I have, I equally have judgment around people who say they don't have money, but yet, you know, you can tell that they're spending money on <laughs> things that you're just like, hmm. I don't know. You're saying you don't have money, but I see all these nice, you know, handbags that you're wearing and I'm, you're going on this trip and that trip, you know. And again, I'm just being honest. It's it's definitely cuz I don't think it's an accurate statement, right? When people say that, it's just so conditioned to be like, "Oh, I don't have money," but really it's I'm choosing not to put money in this thing, right? I'm choosing not to to put money in this thing, but I value nice, you know, handbags and luxury vacations. And that's where I choose to spend my money. And that's fine. But I get really, I, or I used to, or I'm working through this, right? Judgment around people who say I have no money, quote unquote, and clearly they have money. They just, they're spending it in different ways, right? 
Um, let's see, what else do I have judgment against or <laughs> working through? I mean, listen, the bottom line is what is judgment? right? From the ego's perspective, judgment is about keeping somebody separate. It's saying, I don't like what you're doing. I don't like your choices. I don't like the way you're naming your child. I don't like the way you're talking about this, that, and the other, right? It's a way to separate um, ourselves from this person. And it's really based on fear. So essentially the ego is creating a negotiation or relationship with the thing that we're judging by saying, as long as I judge you for being annoying or for, for not knowing how to spend money properly or whatever it is that you're judging, then I know something about myself, like some sort of higher truth or something that's going to make me feel good about myself, right? So it's usually I have to judge you for being bossy in order to know that I can do it differently, or I, can, I have to judge you for voting for somebody that is so you know, horrible in my view in order to know that I'm a good person. You know, like that's what judgment is. It's, it's, it's um, a way to put somebody else in the wrong in order to put us in the right. It's a way to keep us separate from someone, right? So as long as we stay separate from someone also, um, that's very much the ego's game right? I'm different than you. I'm better than you. Even though it might not come across that way, that's what we're doing on a subconscious level. So from the soul's perspective, what you're doing is you're creating an energy cord, right? You're hooking in to the very person that you're judging because you're getting something out of it. That's the thing that people don't realize. So you are not only getting something out of it, which is to know something about yourself, some sort of higher truth or something that's going to make you feel good about yourself, but you're enabling this person to act in this very manner that you are judging because you're getting something out of it. So therefore, they're not going to change in your world. And this is very important to remember. In your world... They're not going to change. But guess what? If I walk into a room and I start talking to this person, I have a totally set, different set of beliefs in my, my energy field, totally different set of fears. This person doesn't trigger me in any way. So therefore, I probably am bringing out the best in this person because I'm not holding any judgment against them. Do you see what I'm saying? So two people can absolutely have a very different opinion on the same person. I would say that I remember years ago, I used to have a friend and every time we walked into like a store, a boutique or something, she would always come out and say, oh my God, that salesperson was looking at me. She was judging me so harshly. And I would be like, what are you talking about? Every time we went into a store. And it's really interesting because we're all mirrors, right? So I find that people that have a fear of being judged is because they themselves are judging. <laughs> it's very obvious to the person outside, but when you're in it, it's like, it's very, I don't really tell people this and, and we're not friends anymore, but it's just a very interesting way to understand how this process works. So I want you to just close your eyes unless you're driving, <laughs> and just imagine all of the energy cords you have with whoever you're judging. I mean, just even think like 
light ones, right? The person that you passed by that you judged the way they looked or, you know, an in-law or a mom or a dad or just like go through your whole life and just kind of take a quick scan of all the people that you have judged. That is a lot of life force energy that you are just giving away. You are just giving it away. And we need life force energy. We need it in order to heal, to heal our bodies from illness. We need it in order to feel empowered to create our lives with, you know? And, and you can tell when somebody walks in a room and they have very low life force energy. You can just feel it. And so it's really, so I'm going to give you an example of how to move through it in real time. I was invited to something and I didn't really know anybody there, but I, I said yes to the invitation because I'm like, yeah, I'm looking to meet new people and this sounds fun. So when I showed up, um, everybody was kind of like in conversation with each other and I immediately had this very familiar feeling of, you know, these aren't my people. I don't really feel like I belong here. I'm not really interested or I didn't feel like I related to what people were talking about. I think I'm just going to quickly, you know, excuse myself after we eat, thank everybody and then be on my way. So I'm already judging everybody there, which essentially I'm keeping them separate from me. I'm saying they're not my people, right? How many of us have that voice that comes up when we don't know people and they're different than us? We automatically say, oh, they're not my people. That is the ego's way of judging them and saying, I'm going to keep myself separate. I'm not like you, right? Well, guess what? On an energetic level, they can feel that. So you're pushing people away with those thoughts, right? So I'm having these thoughts of like, yeah, I'll just, you know, quickly eat and then I'll excuse myself. It's fine. It's no big deal. Oh, whatever. You know, trying to make the most of it. And then I go to the bathroom and there's just this thought that dropped in, which was like, wait a second. I was invited here for a reason. If everything is truly happening for me, which is a fundamental belief that I am choosing to believe in each moment, right? And again, sometimes it doesn't show up right away. The old patterning shows up, which was, these are my people. I'm going to try to get out in some way, right? But in that moment in the bathroom, I had to drop in, hey, this is here for you. How can I move through this differently? And I thought, oh God, oh my God, you're right. I'm keeping myself separate and alone, which is something that I unconsciously, which I'm now consciously aware of, I'm due, right? I'm going to go out there because I know everybody has something to share, to offer me, right? There's a reason I was brought, I was asked to come here. I'm going to show up differently. So I chose to open my heart and say, this is here for me. Everybody has something to offer me. I walked back in that, that room and instantly the energy shifted and people started to ask me more questions. And then I started to get more, become more of myself. And then everybody's laughing and we're having this great time. And I ended up having so much fun. And it was so incredible to, to witness that at first my guard came up because I was uncomfortable, because I didn't immediately um, know what to talk to these people about, right? And so the guard came up and, oh, these aren't my people, blah, 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 blah. And I'm already plotting my way out. And then 
boom, the new belief system, the new thought pattern started to show up. Wait a second. You're doing that thing. You know this is here for you. How can you move through this differently? Came back, open-hearted. Everybody felt it. Totally shifted. Had a great time. Okay? And I, I want to add here a piece, which I think is also really important. Now, after I made that choice, if I walked back into that, that room and let's say that I still didn't feel comfortable or I still decided, you know, I wanted to maybe leave, it would have been coming from a more empowered choice versus they're not my people already like sizing everybody up and judging them. It would have been like, oh, you know what? I feel really good, but I think I'm still going to leave. You know, I'm tired, whatever it is, right? So it's the same in your life. Like you can make a choice out of fear because people seem different than you, or you can make a choice out of love, which is to keep your heart open to say, everything is here for me but I'm still choosing to leave. That is such a different experience within, right? That energy is so different and you've honored, you've honored a part, you've honored love. You've honored coming from the space of love. It's very similar to the way resentment works. Although resentment from my perspective is a lot more layered, meaning a lot of people will come to me in sessions and say, oh, I've forgiven my my mother or I've forgiven my parents, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. And then we end up doing the session only to find that there's still resentment there. Now, the reason why that is, is because we don't just cross a bridge and we're like, I've forgiven my parents or my uncle or this person who abused me or whatever it is. It's a choice you make in moments. It's a choice you make in the present moment, in the now moment. So I'll give you an example of how it works. Let's say you have a partner and you're in, um, you're you're trying to you know express yourself in a vulnerable way, and the partner is just showing like a very cold attitude, not really, not really responding in the way that you you want, right? And right away, you notice like your guard is getting, you know, coming up, you're feeling very emotional, you're feeling super triggered because it's reminding you of a past, you know, um, familiar pattern with like a parent, right? So essentially they're reacting the same way um, a mother or a father did in your life. So what that's doing is that like it's reactivating that resentment in that moment with the mother who reacted the same way that your partner's, you know, reacting right now. So you normally, when you aren't fully aware, you tend to just shut down and then you're further separating yourself from the partner. So you're creating resentment against the partner and you've got that active resentment again with the parent. So that's usually how it works. Now, from the soul's perspective, and this is where we become aware and we make empowered choices, it's showing you Here's another opportunity to move through this in a new way. So in that very moment that this happens, you can boom, have the awareness, oh, wow, this is reminding me of exactly how my mother used to be. Now what do you do? Instead of closing your heart and keeping yourself separate and activating um, a coping mechanism, right, which is to shut down or to stay quiet, whatever it is. You decide in this very moment, I'm going to move through this differently. I'm going to stay open with my heart. I'm going to communicate with my partner like, hey, this is actually reminding me of the way my mother used to be. And I'm, I'm having a hard time moving through this without um, wanting to shut down. Can you help me? 
and you can invite them into your process, right? And then you're making an empowered choice in that moment. And then you're choosing, and this is why it's so tricky because the idea of forgiveness, it feels like it's like a stake in the sand, but really it's about choosing to keep your heart open. That's really what it is. And you do it in moments, right? That's why it's not about, oh, I have already forgiven my mother. Well, yeah, you could say that in this moment because nothing is triggering you. (laughs) You're not being triggered with that wound. So of course, yeah, you could say you've forgiven your mom until it shows up, until you're re-triggered. Then you're like, oh, damn, there it is again. And it's not to beat ourselves up. It's not to get mad at ourselves. It's literally just an opportunity from the soul to say, hey, you want to move through this with love? This is who you really are. And then you say, okay, yeah. And it's so beautiful because I've had many moments in my life where I have just worked on it from my end, meaning I was a witness to wanting to close my heart, wanting to stay in that resentment. And instead I said to myself, oh, wow, I can just share this with her and this was her being my mom, I can just express this is how I feel. And I immediately felt like this opening in my heart. And you know what happened? I got a phone call from her and she actually apologized and I didn't do anything but open my heart and have that moment of clarity of possibly sharing with her how I felt. That is how powerful this is. (laughs) I know I'm getting, I'm talking in this like weird voice, but it's so powerful. It is all energy. It is all energy. So I want to give you an example of my client because this is really, this really tells the story of how it works when we think one area of our life is the problem, right? So in this particular instance, my client came to me she was miserable at her in her career. She hated it. She felt so dead. And she went on and on and on about, you know, the boss does this to her. This job is horrible, blah, 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 right? So we finally got to a place of she was going to leave the job, right? So simultaneously, she leaves the job and she is attracting this new relationship. So she's involved in this new relationship. She decides to move to where this person, this new, this guy is. She's going to give it a shot. And what happens is the judgment moves from what used to be the job and the boss. Now all the judgment is on this new relationship, this guy. So I see the pattern, right? But my job is not just to point it out to you. I want to empower you to see it as well, right? So I, as she was like going on and on and on about this new partner and, you know, he's doing this and, you know, he's this and blah, 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 blah. I gave her like a whole thing of journal prompts because everybody is a mirror. Everybody is a mirror, right? So again, we think we can get rid of the job and that gets rid of the the big heartache or the big, you know, pain in our our lives, but then it's just going to move. It's just going to move to something else because you haven't really gotten to the root of what what are you avoiding? That's the other thing. Like judgment is a beautiful way to avoid. It's a beautiful way to avoid owning your life, owning your power in your life, right? So her biggest thing was like, I really want to, you know, work in a job or find my passion in life. So I had given her a bunch of different exercises. She kind of 
was avoiding doing other things. So now she's judging this person. I give her these journal prompts, basically saying, you know, what is it? What are the essences or what is the qualities in this, you know, in this person that really trigger you, right? And she wrote lazy. She wrote, um, you know, lacking consideration. And I said, well, how is this showing up in your life? Meaning, in what area of your life are you being lazy and are you not showing, um, you know, passion for? And she wrote, my career. And I was like, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> and she finally said, yeah, I'm afraid of it. What if I really don't find anything that I love? You know, or what if I go after the thing that I love and it doesn't work out, right? So she's already putting this facade saying, you know, even if I do find something I love, it's not going to work out. Or, um, you know, what if I give my all to something like, and then it doesn't work out, then what am I going to do? So she's like, again, worst case scenario, worst case scenario. So instead of dealing with that, she is focused on the partner and judging the partner because it's helping her avoid this very issue, right? Which is the fear of actually figuring out what she really wants. I mean, how profound is that? So once she understood that, she we worked through that, right? She worked through that. And by the end of us working together, she found her passion. She's on board. She already like started this whole business. I mean, it's just so inspiring to see how how quickly people, how quickly you can change once you understand what you're doing, once you become aware. So that's what's so powerful about judgment and understanding judgment, why we judge, what it does, and imagining how much life force energy you're just giving away, giving away because you're avoiding what? A feeling, right? An emotion, and, and so I hope that this podcast will inspire you to start to look at the judgments that you have against people, against circumstances, against um, family members differently and say, what am I gaining from this? And are you ready to shift out of that? Are you ready to own your choices, your life and feel empowered by them? Because if you are, I mean, the whole world is open to you. You literally can have a whole new world. I'm about to bust out into song, right? <laughs> um, but it's true. You will feel so much better. I mean, it's incredible how we stay stuck in our stories, in our patterns, because we are afraid. Who am I if I don't have them? Right? A lot of times I'll do a session with someone and we'll do a belief clearing and they start to feel nauseous. Like they have to sit down because they literally are gaining this energy back. And so they don't know what to do with it. It's like that that, you know, beautiful quote by Marianne Williamson about we actually don't feel fear failure. We actually fear our greatest potential, which is so true. So when you start to take away all those energy cords tying into people and releasing them. It's like all of a sudden, it's like, who, who am I? Wow. Like I have so much more energy, you know, and, and people don't know what to do with that yet. It's just a practice. It's just about one day at a time learning how to 
to use that energy, you know? It's so powerful. And yeah, it's the it's it's scary in the beginning because then we think, okay, if I really change, who's going to love me? Right? What about my friends that I complain with all the time? Like how am I going to how am I going to connect with people? And it's like there's so many more people out in the world that are are vibrating much higher that you can connect with that you just have to be willing to to be in that that uncomfortable space for a little bit of time in order to attract the people that you are that really mirror where you are now and that's the work that's what you came here for that's what you came here for all right so i'm going to end this podcast now i hope that uh you enjoyed it. If you did, please share this episode with somebody that you love. Write a podcast um, review. It really does help. And um, yeah, and let me know. I always love your messages when you tell me you like my these episodes. It means so, so much. And, um, and you know, feel free to book a session. This is the work that I do and I love it. And um, I'm going to go off. It's a Saturday here. I'm going to go have some delicious brunch. And um, I wish you a beautiful, beautiful day. And take care, everyone. Bye. Au revoir.